This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, and welcome to the Bobby Podcast. My name is Bobby Kazmaier, and for the past year, I have been sharing my journey in eating disorder recovery on TikTok and through this podcast. I have been able to grow a following of over 150,000 people over the past year by being authentic and relatable in ED recovery and helping others on their journey to recovery and living a fulfilling life with food and health. Before diving into today's episode, I want to point out that I am not a certified nutritionist, dietitian, or eating disorder professional. I'm simply sharing my experiences navigating ED recovery and using them as a way to spread awareness and to potentially help others. If you are struggling with disordered eating or an eating disorder, I highly recommend seeking out professional help or calling the National Eating Disorder Hotline. Now, let's get into the episode. Eating disorders are very taboo to talk about um, and discuss in the world we live in um, for the majority of people who struggle with them. Um, You know, no one ever wants to talk about it if they're dealing with one. Um, just because of all the stigma that surrounds one, um, you know, you feel like you just feel like people are going to treat you differently. Uh, it just, it's kind of uncomfortable to bring up. I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it's a, it's a mental illness. It's, it's very uncomfortable to talk about. Um, you know, it's, it's very private for a lot of people. Like I'm, you know, I don't know the exact numbers, but I'm sure there's like hundreds of thousands of people who deal with eating disorders and will never tell anyone and they're just going to deal with them on their own. And these just like undiagnosed cases of them. And that's really, really unfortunate. Um, it really sucks that in the year 2022, eating disorders are so still taboo to talk about. Um, and I, and I understand it, you know, like I live, I live with that myself, like up until 2020, um, I guess 2018, I told my family members about it, but, uh, up until then I was like, dude, no one's ever going to know about this. Like, I, I got to keep this to myself. I got to figure this out myself. I can't let anyone know because it's just embarrassing. It's uncomfortable. It's like, no, like I'm, no one's ever going to know. This is something that just I have for myself and I'll deal with it. And that that's, that's, that's what I'll do. Um, and you know, like I said, so many people are like this. So many people who struggle with eating disorders are so afraid to open up about it because of the stigmas and how uncomfortable it can be. And people are worried about how people will think of them. That that was probably the biggest thing for me was I was just so worried about what other people would think about me after telling them that I am struggling with an eating disorder. Like I, because it's kind of like, like sometimes, you know, when I break it down, it's like, really like you're like, you're, you're, you're struggling with food. Like it's food. Like we, we need it to live. Like what, what, you know, like sometimes like that mindset, triggles into my brain and I know that's not the right mindset. Um, that's what I was dealing with a lot before I told anyone about it. Um, but for me, it just got to a point where like, I was just down so tremendous with it that like I had to tell someone and, um, you know, I told someone I trusted, I told my sister first before anyone else. Um, just cause I knew that like that she wouldn't think of me any differently. Um, so right off the bat, if you're like, if you're on the fence of opening up about your eating disorder, um, 
definitely start with the people you trust the most, the people you can trust your life with, the people you know that regardless of what they tell the, or what you tell them, they'll still support you, appreciate you, love you. Um, yeah, because it's really tough. Like that was like one of the hardest days like of my life was like opening up about it for the first time, even, even if it was just to one person, like that was one of the hardest days ever. Um, just cause I've, I've had that bottled up for years for, you know, at that point, you know, that was 2018 when I told my sister I was dealing with it for about two years at that point. So, um, that's a long time to have something, have something that serious, something that bad that affects you throughout your, your day-to-day life. That's a long time to have something, something like that bottled, bottled up. So that was really tough. So I totally understand why anyone is scared, worried to open up about their eating disorder because I've been there. Like I was that person for multiple years. Um, but I want to, I want to talk about how I got comfortable talking about my eating disorder, not just to the people in my personal life, but the internet, like to a hundred and almost 70,000 people. Like that's, um, that's what I want to talk about because that's, that's, like when, like sometimes I, I stop and like take a step back and I'm like, oh my God, like this many people know I have an eating disorder. Like it's, it's weird, but it's also comforting at the same time because my life hasn't gotten any worse because of that. Like so many people know I have an eating disorder, but my life has not gotten worse. If anything, it's gotten better um, because of that. <clears throat> and that just makes it so much easier to talk about eating disorders now, like it's, it's, it's become way more natural to me. Like if someone in my personal life will like bring it up, they'll ask me a question about it. I'm, I'm like an open book now. Um, and I never thought I would get to that point ever. Like I, no way did I think that I could just, you know, on a, on a Tuesday afternoon, middle of the day, I'll just talk about my eating disorder in public. Like, no, like I never thought I would ever, I would ever do that yet alone. Talk about, this stuff on the internet for literally anyone to see. Uh, and <laughs> I thought about making this episode because the other day I was just like on TikTok and I was like looking at my profile. And then I realized that the video I posted of me, like where I dealt with my first binge eating episode in like two and a half years, I posted that and it has 3 million views. And I, I, I it got me thinking like, dude, oh my God, like 3 million people, 3 million people have seen me theoretically bingy like what like that like if you if you went back in time and like told that to like the the 17 year old version of me who was dealing with this that three million people would watch a video of you like struggling in the moment like that 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 wouldn't I I wouldn't have believed it because like like I said I I thought for sure no one would ever know about this like I was just going to take this to the grave like that's that's what I thought so the fact that so many people are now watching me go through this and experience it, it's so crazy. And obviously I'm so appreciative for all of it because I'm doing it for the right reasons. Like I'm doing it to show that it's okay to talk about this stuff. It's okay to um, openly show what it's really like to have an eating disorder because the, these discussions shouldn't be this taboo anymore. Like it, it shouldn't. Like in the year 2022, this this stuff shouldn't be so nerve wracking to talk about like when you like it is what it is you know it's a it's a mental illness like anxiety and depression are talked about 
just like like second nature at this point. And I feel like eating disorders should be in that conversation because um, anorexia is the number one leading um, cause of death for mental illness that has the highest fatality rate out of all mental illnesses. Um, and I, I feel like that fact glosses over a lot of people. Um, so I just think they should be openly talked about more. And I just want to talk about how I got comfortable talking about it because it seriously made a huge difference in my life. So as I mentioned earlier in 2018, I, I told my immediate family about my eating disorder and, um, that was it. Those are the only people that knew to my knowledge, at least. Um, <laughs> and I felt pretty content with that mainly because after telling them, nothing about my life changed really. Like my life didn't get worse. And that was like my biggest fear was that people would think of me differently if I said something about it. So after telling you know, people about it, people that I trust and know and care about after doing that and nothing bad happened, I was like, Oh, okay. Like, cool. This really isn't that bad. Like they know about it, but I'm not getting treated any differently. I'm not, nothing negative has resulted because of this was that that was that was what was going through my head was nothing negative is is happening as a result of me openly talking about it and knowing that made everything a lot easier and it made me way more comfortable to openly tell other people um you know no one else knew for at least another two years because i mean again to my knowledge but from 2018 to 2020 i didn't tell anyone else about it um because I, I feel like I didn't really have to because I was at a point where like I was pretty good in my ED, like nothing. I wasn't going off the rails. Like I was my relationship with food was pretty good at the time. Like things were going good. I didn't feel the need to tell anyone. Um, so things were going well. So I figured, you know, I would only t openly talk about it if it was appropriate. Um, and because, because I knew that I was now comfortable because I talked about it to people and nothing bad happened. And that's set in stone that, okay, if you talk about it, nothing bad is going to happen. Nothing bad will happen to you. <laughs> like you're fine. So if the time ever came or I had had to tell more people about it, it would be so much easier. It's kind of just like, it's like ripping a bandaid off. Like it sucks, but then once it's done, you're like, Oh, okay, that's not too bad. Now I can keep doing this over again if I need to. Um, so eventually you know, now we're in 2020. And I think at this point, I've told two other people just like two of like my closer friends. Um, just because like I said, it, like it was an appropriate time, I brought it up. And again, nothing changed, literally nothing changed about that. And that that made things 30,000 times easier, because family is one thing, like, for the most part, you know, for a lot of people, or at least in my scenario, like I knew my family would support me regardless, like I knew that 100%. And I'm very grateful to have that support system. Like, so like I, I knew that regardless of what I said to them, they would support me, whatever, but telling friends is kind of a different story. <laughs> I was way more nervous to, to tell friends about it. But like I said, knowing, um, the result of telling my family about it in the back of my head made it easier to tell my friends about it. Um, so like I said, I told, you know, two of my closer friends about it and same thing. It, it was fine. It was totally fine. Nothing bad happened. Um, they were extremely understanding of it. And again, very, very grateful for that. Extremely, extremely grateful for that. Cause I know, unfortunately for some people, you know, they wouldn't get the same result. Um, 
which is really unfortunate. It sucks to that, that some people that not everyone can get the experiences and the results that I got, um, from telling people about it. Um, so after telling my, my, these two close friends of mine about it, everything just like opened up. It made it so much easier to, to talk about it. Like, you know, every so often, and again, this was before I had TikTok. I didn't start my TikTok until December, 2020. I think I told my friends in like April, 2020. So this was still like, you know, good eight months before I started my TikTok and I told the internet about it. Um, I don't think at the time, like in April of 2020, I, I don't think I ever envisioned telling the internet about it at all. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I was, I was feeling pretty good. Like I, I was feeling good, you know, on, to my knowledge, five people knew about it and there were five people I trusted and knew very well. And I knew that they would support me and that's what happened. And like, again, very grateful for that. So that made it a lot easier when the time came for me to have this idea of, revolving a social media account around this that made it a lot easier to open up about because I now have five pieces of evidence that my life is the same or better um, by openly talking about my eating disorder it has not gotten worse in the slightest so that made things a lot easier when it came time to make my tiktok so fast forward a little bit to December 2020, when I made my TikTok account. And for those of you who have not listened to any of my previous episodes where I mentioned like how and why I started TikTok, initially I started my TikTok because I just wanted to post like what I eat in a day is every day because like I would watch them. They're pretty popular on, on TikTok at the time. I mean, they still are now, but I feel like in 2020, they were just like, that was like the thing to do, especially during like quarantine. But, um, so I wanted to post that. I post those because uh, I was like, oh, you know, I, I feel like I eat a lot of food. Like, I think people will like this. So that was like my my sole reason for starting my TikTok was to post what I eat in a days. And like, that was it. But then, you know, I'd say, honestly, within like the first week of my account, like I made my account December 1st. And I think like December like 5th or 6th, I remember um, on the same day, I, I saw two videos of guys openly talking about like eating struggles and eating issues and eating disorders and I was like oh my goodness like you know and obviously when I watched them I I resonated immediately um to what they were saying like I I was like oh my god like I can relate to this like um I can relate like what they're saying I've dealt with personally and like I think it's really cool that there's guys talking about this kind of stuff because you know, like I said, like I've been saying, eating disorders, especially for guys, are very taboo to talk about and uncomfortable to talk about and embarrassing and all that all that nonsense. Um, that was going through my head. I was like, wow, like that's really brave and courageous of them to do that because I don't know if I could ever openly talk about my eating disorder history or struggles on the internet. Like that's crazy talk. Like there's no way. Um, but, you know, and then I, I think, you know, like naturally – as you do, like when you see a TikTok and you're interested in it and you like it, you like click on their profile. And like I said, I saw two of these in this on the same day. Um, and both of these profiles, I don't remember who they were, but um, both of these profiles, like that was like the one video they had on it um, about this kind of stuff, like the eating disorder, eating struggle stuff. That was the one video they had on their account or their profile about that. And that got me thinking, I was like, wait a minute, like there's really, there's not a ton of guys who revolve their entire account on this stuff like yeah sure it's that's amazing seeing 
these videos here and there every now and then on someone's account. That's awesome. Like a thousand percent. That's great. Like that's, we need more of that, but there's no one or there's not many people revolving their entire account, basing their entire account, their whole niche off of this kind of stuff. And that's where the idea kind of clicked into my head. Cause I was like, that I thought about it even more. I was like, if I really want to grow my account, I got to separate from other people and what I eat in a day is they're, they're very popular, but it's not going to get me very far. And I realized that that day. And I was like, what if I took this massive jump, this massive leap of faith and just started talking about eating disorder stuff, my history, awareness videos, like what if I started doing that? Because I knew that telling these five people earlier, everything went great. You know, nothing bad happened. I was like, do I dare push it even further and start telling the internet about it? Like, that that went through my mind and I really thought about it and I would have to think of how I would go about it because eating disorder topics can be relatively sensitive to talk about. You got to make sure you say things right. Um, I can do an entire episode on the things I've like learned as a as an eating disorder recovery content creator because I've learned a lot and I've made a shit ton of mistakes <laughs> over this like uh, what 16, 15 month stretch. But <laughs> um yeah, I really thought about it and I was like, dude, what if I what if I took this leap of faith and I started posting videos about this kind of stuff? So those two videos that I saw on my for you page, I feel I feel like if I didn't see those videos, I don't know if I would have my account right now. Like if I would have made my account right now. I don't know. Um so that really motivated me and inspired me to make my own account. And then thus I made my first ever video talking about eating disorder awareness stuff. I'll never forget it. I was, um, and you'll notice too, if you, if you want to scroll all the way down to my, to my profile and watch it, this video was strictly talking about guys. I was like, I remember saying like, you know, there's a stereotype amongst men and guys about eating disorders that aren't talked about enough. And I mentioned that in the video and it's only because those two videos I saw on my few page inspired me to talk about that. Um, so that that video I posted, I remember I was so nervous to talk about that. I was so scared to like to hit upload. Like when I hit upload, and mind you, I had maybe I don't know thirty followers at the time. Like I'm, and like these were all people like in my in my close tight knit group. But like I knew on TikTok, it was relatively it, it was, it's a lot easier to go viral on TikTok. So I knew that posting this video it would have a chance to actually reach people the people that i wanted to reach uh, but it was always like i remember and i still to this day whenever someone from my personal life likes one of my videos i get the notification because like we're friends and tiktok will like highlight it to this day that's i still just get it's get a really weird feeling about it i don't know why but obviously it was not as intense when i posted my first like eating disorder awareness video with like 30 followers and i see just people who I know my personal friends, family liking the video. And at the time I was like, Oh my God. Cause like, obviously that's like them figuring out, finding out I had an eating disorder for the first time, you know, like, cause I'm sure they were shocked to see me come up on their for you page. Cause like I just started my account and then yet alone hearing me talk about eating disorders and shit like that, like that. I don't know, like that, that really spooked me when that happened. Obviously it's a lot easier to handle now, <laughs> now that I've been doing this for a long time. Um, but I honestly just didn't care at that point. I really didn't care, you know, because I remember up until that point, I really cared about what people thought about me. I cared way too much about other people's opinions. Um, but at this point, I was like, screw it. Like, if these people 
who I trust in my life, if they look at me or think of me any differently after posting this video, then like they're not meant to be in my life. Like screw them. But again, fortunately, no one looked at me differently. No one talked to me differently. Um, nothing, nothing changed after me posting that video. And that just gave me even more confidence to continue talking about this kind of stuff on the internet. Um, because that first, that initial video I posted, I think it, it did very well. Um, for someone who just started their account, I think it has, I think it's like 40 something thousand views, um, which is awesome. And I remember gaining like my, gaining my like first influx of followers because of that video. Uh, and that just gave me even more confidence and motivation to keep going and keep posting about this kind of stuff. And, um, it was the best decision I could have made because it's just, it's, it's nuts to think about how I went from going from no one's ever going to talk about, or no one's ever going to know about this for me. I'm going to, I'm going to keep my eating disorder in secret forever. No one's ever going to know about it to, okay, I'll tell my immediate family because I was really down bad and I just, I need someone to know about it. I know I'll feel, I might feel better talking about it. So I'll just do that. So I told my immediate family, things went well, told a couple of my friends two years later, that felt great. Nothing bad happened. Then it, it turned to the, it turned to the point where I was like, screw it. Like I could actually do something about this because I was at a point in my eating disorder recovery where I felt comfortable enough to talk about it. Cause that, that's the thing too. Like if I was at a place where I wasn't comfortable enough to talk about it then obviously i wouldn't be posing about it like if i was in like like the depths of my eating disorder i would not have started my account <laughs> because that that just could have gone in so many horrible directions um so i was at a place where i felt really comfortable enough to talk about it openly um and another, uh, another factor too is i i had a lot of time on my hands i started my account during my winter break of my sophomore year of college last year in 2020 um, and I had like two months off. So I was like, wow, I'm going to, I'm going to really just spend a lot of time and energy into this stuff, into TikTok, into this account, into becoming an eating disorder recovery advocate. And to this day, I, I never thought it would get to the point it is now. I know that's so like tacky and corny. Cause like, I feel like every content creator says that when they gain some sort of following or any type of following there, they always go, Oh, I never, I never thought I would get this big, but like, I really did not think so. Like I stop and look at it. And I'm like, there's really almost 170,000 people who like give a shit what I have to say. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I'm really extremely thankful for all of it. It just, it doesn't make sense. Um, I'm not taking any of it for granted because I know that it could all be gone in a blink of an eye. Like the internet could just decide to shut down one day. Like, you know what I mean? So um, really, I'm really thankful for all of it. And it was, none of this would have happened if I never took that leap of faith and you know, decided to openly talk about this. Um, it really wouldn't have because I, who knows if I, if I never told anyone about this, I, who knows where I'd be right now? Like, I don't know because I'd, I'd have an additional three to four years of bottled up emotion for my ED stuck inside of me for not telling anyone. So if you're listening to this and you've been like on the fence of talking to someone about it and telling someone that you know that you can trust, just do it, just do it rip off the bandaid just just go for it because i promise you if, if you're telling someone who you, who you know will not look at you any differently after after you telling them that you're gonna be fine like your life is not gonna get worse i promise you like your life will not get worse and it's crazy how many like subtle like laid back conversations i've had about eating disorders since i've openly talked about it like some of my friends will just like 
tell me about their own experiences with disordered eating or, you know, eating struggles now. And I'm like, oh my God, like, and like, I know that they would not feel comfortable telling me about it if I wasn't open about mine. Like, so the rewards are so worth it. They seriously are. They're so worth it. Um, And I would have never had or made or, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have had any of these any of these experiences if it wasn't for me becoming open about it. So, like I said, if this if this is if you're on the fence about uh, openly talking about your eating disorder to someone, this is your sign to go do it. I promise you, if you tell the right people, um, you will not regret it. Your life can only get better. So, please just go for it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bobby podcast. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast, leave a rating, leave a review, listen to my other episodes, follow me on TikTok, follow me on Instagram. I really appreciate every single one of you who is listening, who has been listening. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.